You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. How's your hat game today, Isaac? Shut up, Nick. Come at me one more time about my hat. <laughs> when have you ever worn a hat like that? First off, I love hats. You know, I always wear a hat. Ironically, he's not wearing a hat right now. I, okay, I wear a hat so much. We tested it with our dog the other day when my dog my dog was just chilling, laying yeah. on the couch, and we're like, "Hey, watch watch Honey," which is our dog's name. And I just put her on my hat, and she starts going nuts, jumping up on me, going to the door. She knows like I'm leaving. Oh, when you put a and hat on, <laughs> when I put a hat on, it, it's <laughs> super crazy. Um, but no, I love my hats, man. I have a cowboy hat. I have a fedora. I have, when I go on trips, like that's my thing. <laughs> some people buy like magnets. I buy a hat. I buy some type of hat on vacations and stuff. So I like, you gotta get a little fashionable here and there. And that's like my, my thing. So get off me. Interesting. If, if you don't I, know what we're talking about, go to Isaac's Twitter. <laughs> I had some people, uh, trying to make some jokes about it today. And, uh, I was just soaking them all in. This dude came at me a little bit ago, and I'm like, "Bro, you look like you're wearing like snowboarding goggles. Get off me!" <laughs> I didn't make a joke. All I said was, "Your hat was the real MVP." Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's I, true. I I liked the hat. No, you didn't. You were making fun of. I, I did know. like the hat. <laughs> I would not personally wear that hat. <laughs> uh, my wife is not the biggest fan. Oh, she didn't like the hat. She's not the biggest fan, but. <laughs> She, that makes it so much better. Let's just say we took a set of pictures without the hat also. Oh, man. <laughs> that are, That's that, so great because you like that hat so much that you would do it even though she didn't like it. You demand oh, yeah. that you have that hat. In those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love my hats. Oh, man. You must. You must love your hats. And you know what we love? The Mavericks. Team control of Luka Doncic for the next, I don't know, eight years, nine years. Forever. That's what we're talking about today. Man. (laughs) So the Mavericks signed Luka Doncic finally. uh, Whether it was, you know, Real Madrid or whether it was the Mavericks, you know, there's been reports on both sides that one of the sides was, you know, shuffling their feet or dragging their feet on it. Uh, I'd have to believe it was Real Real Madrid. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and I don't think it was the Mavericks at all. Right. <laughs> um, but it finally happened. He he signs. They have to do a, like a buyout and all this kind of stuff. Like there's just there's much so much more complicated measures to take for an international player that was you know under contract making money all this stuff than there is for a college player who's just like I'm done. I did my six months and <laughs> yeah. our season was over before you know during the tournament or before even, and now I'm here. So. It's just more complicated, so it makes it, it finally happen, and that's why Luka Doncic has not even been like rumored to be playing in summer league because they hadn't gotten the contract done; it wasn't being done. And so I saw a couple people. Now these are not informed people, but I've seen a few people on Twitter <laughs> say that the Mavericks are resting Luka Doncic. They were not resting Luka Doncic. They didn't have a choice until Monday, July 9th. 
whether they're going to play him or not. And they even like they finalized the contract and everything with not enough time, I guess, for the uh, the game that night. And they had sat all these other guys that we'll talk about later today. But like, there's just it wasn't going to happen on Monday. And so if he is going to play, which is still possible, uh, Rick Carlisle even mentioned today. What was that quote that you said? We're trying to get him to play a game or two. Yeah, um, Mads.com, Dwayne Price is uh, there, and he tweeted out originally, it was like, hey, Luca's not going to play this summer league, but then he tweeted out a quote from Carlisle about getting getting him some live practice time and trying to see if he can get a game or two, but I would be I think shocked. He meant like a game of knockout. I don't think he meant like a <laughs> summer league. <laughs> I would be sh- I would be really shocked if he plays, especially now with you know Dennis Dunn and Vinny Smith and Motley. Like, I they're not they want to put him out there in a position to succeed, and I don't know if putting him out there with Mitch Creek and Phil Green <laughs> is the best possibility. What do you got against Mitch Creek? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. I guess we were already kind of started. So, Luka Doncic signed for the Mavericks. We're happy. It's awesome. Uh, the deal is is pretty great. Uh, it's kind of you know your normal third pick in the draft deal. Nothing really crazy. To talk yeah, about with it. nothing different. It's just so nice to see. <laughs> Before we hit record, I was like, man, so nice to see him under team control for a long time. Exactly. And, uh, but no, I mean, I don't. Stop fretting over him playing. Like, who cares? Yeah, if he does, like, it'd be I'm, awesome. If he doesn't, it's fine. He he finished his league two days before the draft, okay? He wasn't even supposed to be at the draft. But because they were so good and he did so well, they wrapped up their, like, league and won the title. He won the MVP and all that stuff and then went into the draft, you know, was able to attend the draft in person and stuff. So he just wrapped that up, like, two days before the draft. He doesn't need to play in this garbage. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing... You know, yeah. The league he was playing in is better than summer league. Uh, yes, <laughs> a thousand, a thousand percent. So, uh, Real Madrid team would beat pretty much any team, any of these summer league teams by like thirty. Okay, so this, yeah, there's no need for him to play in this. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the intri- intrigue. Um, I feel like I just said this, but because we had technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, before you say that, let me just explain the podcast yesterday. We honestly recorded four different times, and then we finally had a full pod. I think it was like 40 minutes even, our full pod. Yeah. And so I start editing it, and my voice is completely out of it. Like, for some reason, our recorder that we used did not record my voice at all. So you could have gotten a podcast of just Isaac responding to things that talking no to one said yeah <laughs> just Isaac talking Nick, are you recording right now <laughs> i am recording right now it is it is fully recording i can see both things going on double triple checked anyway that's what happened and so we had finished it and you know people were like well why don't you use this like yes there are obviously other things we could have done but at that point we were like no no <laughs> we were, i'd been in my little office area for literally like over an hour doing right hit and record like four times and we're like no. So now we're going to repeat ourselves and no one will. Yeah. Know. So now it's like super weird because we're <laughs> going to repeat some of this stuff. But what I, what I was saying was it's, it's funny that Luca is literally just sat on the bench and smiled and he, he has gained more steam of this trade being a, more of a lopsided trade. Like, we are winning this trade more by the day uh, with the Hawks <laughs> yes. and Luca hasn't even played <laughs> a, a minute. This is a so, great theory. Uh, 
Um, so that part's uh, pretty funny. Um, but and yeah. the West got better. Uh, and so that well, I guess if the West got better, that pick doesn't matter. I guess. Yeah. If the West is better, the Mavs aren't going to get the fifth pick. Like that's that's how high it would have to be for them to keep it. But no, the West no. getting better doesn't help them for sure. Because- we got to see what what else the West does too. I, I think Phoenix has a big move up their sleeve. I think they'll make a big trade. Um, we got to see what I mean. What Memphis looks like with Javon Carter, Jaron Jackson signing my boy Kyle Anderson. <laughs> Your AKA. nemesis. That is not my boy. That's your nemesis, um, man. That's my nemesis. And for everybody that thought LeBron was his nemesis, no, LeBron has never clapped back at Isaac, but <laughs> Kyle Slomo Anderson has, and it was the greatest yes. moment, and it was on the starters, and it was the best. It was probably the best moment interaction we had with a player on Twitter last year. I think <laughs> I called him out for his flopping, and he did not like it, so he quote tweeted Isaac. Tweet. There's a difference between flopping and selling the call. No, bro, you flopped. <laughs> Flopping is like, no. It's like, stop it, dude. Just You're digging yourself a It's like the difference grade. between shooting and a jumper. Like, a shot and a jumper. <laughs> like, those are just two different words, but they mean the same thing. Let's talk about these last two summer league games. Let's do it. Well, let's talk about these next two summer league games and why this, these two summer league games were the most important games the Mavericks have played in the last 55 years. We'll talk about that next. All right, Isaac. Why were these summer league games the most important the Mavs have played in their entire franchise history? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you got to make good on the tease, Isaac. I was going to say, I'm like, where are we going with this? Uh, if Luca played, then for sure. Um, no, like uh, two games ago, you know, not uh, we're recording after the Warriors game, but. Um, the Bucks the game, Bucks game. Dennis and Finney Smith and Motley played, and you know we spent that first night um, really hounding on two players for, <laughs> in particular. We did, saying, you know, because I'd sent out this tweet right before that first game and said, "Hey, there's two players that need monster summer leagues, and that's Jonathan Motley and Dorian Finney Smith." And you know, it, you know, people were like, "Okay, cool, blah blah blah." And then after that first game, both of them did you know pretty bad. You know, people then start like quote tweeting him and be like, "Well, this sucks. This is sucky start." <laughs> yeah. And uh, and all that stuff. And you know, so we went to the second game, and after that night, we we talked about it on the pod. We're like, "Man, this is a bad start for Motley and and Dorian. Like, this like they're going they're considered supposed to be like rotation pieces." And went into that second game against the Bucks, and they benched Motley for Ray Spalding. And we, Nick and I both were like, "Man." Like maybe that is what put a fire underneath Motley because oh for sure Motley went in beast mode and did kind of his thing that night. Yeah, oh definitely. And those those two guys they had the best game of anybody in that that next game. Uh, Dennis had ten and seven, four steals, but he didn't shoot very. Well. I think he shot zero for seven from from three. But uh, Motley with twenty points, seven boards, two assists, and then Finney Smith with fourteen points, seven boards, three assists, a steal, and a block. Like that's that's those are really good stat lines for those two guys, especially in summer league where you're playing limited minutes. Finney Smith played twenty five, Motley played twenty three. So uh, and it's that's not uncommon. Like that's you know in the, like in an NBA game that's not a ton of minutes, but in summer league it is because they're shorter quarters and all that kind of stuff. But those guys they definitely showed up. And apparently it was good enough for the Mavericks because now Dorian Finney-Smith, Jonathan Motley, 
obviously Dennis Smith Jr. and I think somebody else is done for the entire summer league. Yeah, I mean, so if there were any question about Motley or Finney Smith being a part of uh, or considered part of the roster, considered part of the rotation, it probably just goes out the window right now because, I mean, if they're being shut down in summer league and they're fully healthy, then it looks like, you know, they, they have big plans for them. So, and the Mavericks need it because we need, especially with Finney Smith, we need, we need that depth uh, behind Barnes and Luca on the wing. So, Motley's a little different. You know, we we talked about him the other night, and even after his big performance against the Bucks, does that change a ton of like what we said about him on Friday? Like or how we like our opinion on his like ceiling, like how high we think of him? I'm glad you brought this up, Isaac. This is a good point that I made in our podcast that will never see the air. Um I don't, even though he scored 20 points, and it's great that he scored 20 points, my point about Motley still stands, that he has to be so good, and he has to bring it on the effort level and bring it on these putbacks and bring it on you know, the, all these effort plays so much every single night that I don't think it's sustainable, and I don't know that if it's going to be so effective in the NBA. Um, there are things in his game he can improve, and ball handling, I think, is one of them. Uh, obviously, his jumper is a huge one. Uh, defensive, you know, I don't know if you can improve your instincts, but you're just being in the right place. Um, guarding guys one-on-one in the post, I think is going to be important for him. And, uh, you know, those, those kind of things he can improve on. But if he can, if he stays just kind of the player that he is and just improves on the things he's already good at, I still don't know if he's, you know, like a rotation player in the NBA. It's, it's still a stretch for me. Uh, even after a you know good summer league game, I can use the I can use the uh, the expression Isaac, the famous expression. Guys, it's just summer league. It's just summer league, guys. Stop it! it no matter it's if it's good or league. no matter if it's good or bad, somebody <laughs> can say, "Hey, he's great" or "He's horrible." You just yeah. respond with, "It's just summer league." So after and, Jonathan Motley was terrible in the first game, it's just summer league, but he scored twenty points. Oh, it's just summer league. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the things like the way he scored those points. Now he did have a couple of pretty good Euro steps, one in transition, yeah. another one in the half court off of some dump offs where he just had to make one dribble or even when you're doing a Euro step, you don't do any dribbles, <laughs> but uh, he picks up the ball, step, step, boom, goes to the basket. Like those are nice, but he's got to show me some uh, something else. Like I think during the game I tweeted out, like Motley, show me something else besides a jump hook. <laughs> like it was, yeah. he, sometimes he just does that four possessions in a row, and it just kind of kills your offense. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You know, when I talked to Donnie before the draft, and we were talking about the center position, and Donnie Nelson said he compared the center position to a, a bullpen of saying you need to have your like pogo stick shot blocking center, you need to have your stretch five, you need to have a guy that can bang and stuff, and like that's why I think Motley's role is a bullpen type of center that can bang down low with some of these bigger centers because you know he doesn't shoot threes yet. You know, hopefully that can be developed. He doesn't really shoot threes. And then, like, does he... When you don't shoot threes, you have to be able to rebound at a super high clip. And you have to be able to play above the rim, block shots, catch oops. And he, he doesn't so, really have a post game either. You know, like, he has you know, some like, post moves, but he doesn't have the DeAndre Ayton. Like, this post game is actually going to affect the NBA in today's game. Yeah, so, like, I think there's a there's a place for him in the league for sure. Because when you go up against somebody like a stop, 
when you go up against somebody like a Greg Monroe, like a Valanchunas, um, just like against like an Aaron Baines, like Aaron Baines is what he should like. Not really trying to become, but like you know, like we said, Val, I said Valanchunas the other night, but like Aaron Baines, like those type of dudes, because he needs to take a page it. out of Dwight Powell's book is what he needs to do. See, Dwight Powell's just a lot quicker than him, and. Dwight's a, Dwight plays above the rim more than more than Motley does, so like that's the thing. And as far as like rebounding, I know Jalen Jones is, you know, out rebounding by at least two to three rebounds each of these games, and we'll talk about him in just a little bit. But yeah, and, and, and my biggest thing with him is, is he is he quick enough to to switch off and hedge against some of these like quicker guards and. If he's not, then he's going to get killed on that instantly uh, when it comes to the regular season. But there's a, I don't want to sound like I'm just being negative about Motley because I'm not. I, I like him, and I like his like energy, and I think there's a spot for him. But I, I, don't, I do not believe he is a like future starting five. Especially on this team, like... After getting DeAndre Jordan, that is what thirty three minutes gone <laughs> from your center rotation. Yeah. Then you have Dirk that you're probably going to play yeah. twelve to fifteen minutes, and that's it. <laughs> you I mean, know, like yeah, maybe I mean, some minutes for Salah here and there. Maybe some Dwight Powell, Powell should like yeah. Dwight Powell should be playing five minutes, and yeah, I mean yeah, they minutes brought back at the five, <laughs> not five minutes. No, I, I worded that perfectly. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're still just out kidding. on Dwight Powell. I'm still just hating kidding. on Dwight Powell. He's a great guy. By the guy. way, Dwight Powell showed up to showed up last night with Harrison uh-huh. Barnes to uh, to watch the Mavericks play. So they're Let's good go. teammates. So you get out of here, there, Dwight Powell. Hate. I I didn't hate. He's a great guy. You said he should play five minutes. No, not now because Rick Carlisle <laughs> changed his his role. <laughs> It's like you're a soundboard. It's like I could just pre- <laughs> I, I could just get on this podcast. I could just press the same buttons over and over again. <laughs> he changed his role. Dwight Powell should play less minutes. Nerlens Noel is my best friend. <laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> Carlisle said something mean to me about Nerlens. <laughs> that that's that's true. I I wonder if Rick will, will continue making those jokes this season. Like when when the Thunder come to town, he's yeah. like, "Hey, did you go over and talk to Nerlens?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's the only thing you're gonna be known for in Rick's mind. Like, okay, cool, thanks, Rick. Um, race balding, let's go. I'm excited about race balding. <laughs> Nick's still laughing at me right now. <laughs> yeah, Isaac, were you high on race balding before the draft? Or no, stop. <laughs> Not gonna give that. No, don't. Dude. Don't even mention it. Uh, <laughs> race balding, say- man, it, it's been interesting. He uh, he's taken he is I think he's taken Motley's belt as the fan favorite you know like big that actually has a chance to play minutes because Costas is the more the fan favorite than Spalding, but the player that I hear of hear about most on you know Mavs Twitter and in my mentions is when why can't Ray Spalding get more minutes and he started the game against the Warriors played less just under twenty minutes eight points nine boards a steal, um, yeah decent stat line for him. Yeah, and it's it's just his like fluidity as a six ten guy. Like you see him get he's he has high energy. He, um, you know, his first basket in summer league that Friday night, he hit an open three, 
something he's been working on a lot. But I, I just like that he has that ability to get out, get the rebound, and take off with the ball. It's not he doesn't have to just wait for a point guard. He can take it and roll with it. So I'm obviously high on Ray Spalding. Um, you know, I, the Mavericks love Jonathan Motley. So um, and you know, with Maxi coming back too, we didn't even mention Maxi a while ago with Powell and Dirk yeah, in the he, center. Yeah. Um, so at this point, you know, I'm rooting for Ray Spalding's going to have to have a massive, uh, training camp for him to like beat out one of those guys for a regular roster spot. But we're rooting, I'm rooting for a two way contract for sure for, for Ray. And that's what I'm, I'm holding out hope for. Obviously I would love a, a regular roster spot for him, but I was, uh, I've been super impressed over the past three games for sure. Yeah, he's that interesting in your bullpen scenario or Donnie Nelson's bullpen scenario. He's like your springy, but he can also shoot. You know, he's got like yeah. two things. Like the shooting is not like he's not Dirk. You know, where it's like that's his no. main, where that's his main thing. But or you know, like a Bender, like a Jaren Jer- Jackson or something. Like he, he's yeah, you know, he's not getting those attempts. Well, I mean, he didn't even attempt a three against the Warriors. So, no. um, but that's just that's just something to come. You know, that will come along. Costas, man, he had some he had some some moves, and uh, I was surprised he didn't play at all against the Bucks. I yeah, think and it he was only just played fifteen minutes against the Warriors. Yeah, I think it was just one of those things with the Bucks that of they probably just knew that this was Finney Smith and Motley's last game, so it's like, hey, let's just play them a lot, and then you know we know he'll get a lot of more minutes going forward. So, but yeah, I mean, he had three blocks against the Warriors. Some of them were nasty. Yeah, and yeah. then listen to the stat line. Four points, seven boards, an assist, two steals, and three blocks. <laughs> in fifteen <laughs> minutes. Less yeah. than fifteen minutes. Just under fifteen minutes. And he, he just looks like a giant out there. I mean he <laughs> like he really does kind of look like Giannis out there, just those long legs and just like And shout out Giannis. to the Antenta bros for being out there and watching their brother. Yeah, that was super cool. Future Mavericks, cool. all of them. <laughs> Future Mavericks. What if you just uh, bring on okay? This is the path had, to getting. He had deep. high praise for Luca the other day. Coming up next, I'll tell you the path to getting Giannis Antetokounmpo on the Mavericks. <laughs> All right, this is how you get Giannis on the Mavericks. They already have one brother. I'm pretty sure Thanias is available. I think the oldest one, Freddie, is like a soccer player. Just bring him. He can play for FC Dallas. I don't know. He can play he can play in the G League. He can do something for the team. Just bring him on. He can be a basketball player. Just yeah. I don't know. Bring him on. You get all the Intentacubo brothers. Then you gotta win the mom over. Yeah. You send Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban I don't know. Some sort of bribe. <laughs> because this is not NCAA and there's like you can't the, the recruiting violations don't happen. You start recruiting the mom, then you get the mom. So now you have three brothers, the mom, and then Giannis. you open up a Greece, a Greek restaurant. I'm sure there are. The Greek, I think there's a Greek restaurant in uh, in the Bishop Arts area. So inside the AAC, though. Oh, there you go. Ooh. You call it Antetokounmpo's. <laughs> That's what you call the restaurant. <laughs> you call it. You you open up the Greek restaurant. The the soccer brother can manage the restaurant. How about that? There you go. Boom, connected him. Now uh, now the whole family's in Dallas. Giannis <laughs> is coming up on his contract. He likes Luca. He loves his game. Luca's playing really well. Dennis is playing really well. Got a lot of good stuff going on this team. Maps have some cap space. 
Boom. Can you imagine Giannis and Luca together? I can. Anyway, let's not do this. But ourselves. they have they have video game digital faces, and I am playing 2K. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: he he is so raw, and just everything with, with him. I never thought in a million years that he would be the player that would completely embarrass somebody and just drop him with a dribble move. But he just <laughs> dropped that dude to his butt and made an awesome pass and. That was a uh, that was a super nice move. I'm all in on uh, on him getting like 30 minutes a game for the rest of summer league. Have you seen this new? Uh, have you seen this new Powerade commercial where the guy, like this old guy in a convenience store, is holding a Powerade? And he's like, "If I had that kind of power back in my day," and he like does this flashback and he drops all these dudes. Like he drops the guy in front of him with a crossover. He drops his entire team, no. and then like he does this one crossover, and all the fans in this in the audience just all fall down. It's like, mm, what would I do with that kind of power? <laughs> anyway, I, I need to see this commercial now. It was funny. <laughs> Are you worried about uh, Jalen Brunson shooting at all? Uh man. Let's see. He's two of eight tonight, so that takes him to like <laughs> not good. What is he six it's of? Like Trey, that's like Trey Young territory. Man, and Jalen and Jalen Brunson's shooting was like one thing about him that we were just not concerned about at all. Like that and his yeah. that and his vision were the two things we were not concerned. And he had eight assists. He had nine points, eight assists, two boards. I'm still not I'm still not worried about him. Listen, he this is three summer league games. In college, he was a thirty nine percent three point shooter. Um his last year you obviously won two national titles in college. Um he shot almost sixty percent from two point percentage last year, forty percent from three. What was you that know, list they put up with with Jalen Brunson? I think it was in the first game where they said, "Who was a guy that won two national titles and a Player of the Year, something like that?" And it was like Bill Walton, Christian Leitner, <laughs> huh. and, and like somebody else that was really good. It was like an, such an impressive list. It was crazy. Yeah, so I'll take that body of work. Um, over and just seeing him in practice last week. I mean, the dude just have his, has an effortless shot, and he was just raining it the whole time. So I'm not I'm not worried at all about his shot and everything. Uh, another thing I think the to kind of look at a little bit is he's playing off the ball a lot. You know, he played those yeah. first two games with Dennis, and Dennis is obviously like the point guard. And then even tonight when Dennis didn't play, you know, they they started Phil Green. And even in the NBA.com box score, they have Phil Green as the point guard and Brunson as a shooting guard. Brunson's not used to that. Like <laughs> Brunson used to being the point guard yeah. for Villanova. Like that was his that was his ship he ran. So, um, you know, they obviously have they like the multiple ball handlers, playmakers, and all that stuff. That's the transition that Dennis is going through. Is going to go through with Luca, and you know, it's something Brunson's going to have to adjust to also. So. I'm not. I'm not worried one bit about Brunson's game. Yeah, right I'm. I'm not super worried about it. But it is. This is what I believe about summer league. Is if you're good in summer league, that could mean you're going to be good in the NBA. Could mean you know. Could just mean it's just summer league. If you're bad in summer league, though, like your overall game is bad, that's when you start worrying. Because if you can't play in summer league, then either a lot of things will have to change in the NBA. Like there are certain things playing with better players, playing against certain certain players like playing out of position maybe in summer league there are certain things that go against you but if you don't play well in summer league then you're concerned but jalen brunson is it's it's a big change the guy hasn't played you know organized basketball since what april may yeah and and then uh 
So he hasn't played since then. The three-point line is farther back, so that affects things. He's playing against quicker guys all the time. It's just a big it's a big adjustment for him. So I'm not worried, but I don't think he's going to be awesome right away in the NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, I'm, I don't think he's going to get a ton of minutes right off the bat in the yeah, NBA. So yeah, especially that they bring Yogi back, I mean, he's it's not like he's going to get minutes right off the bat over Yogi and JJ. And then even if they bring Devin back, I mean, that's another guy that he's going to be competing with minutes for. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about Brunson at all. I think he's just their long-term J.J. Barea-type replacement, and I'm fine with it. I like him. Yeah, Rick Carlisle keeps saying and talking about Jalen Brunson, saying at, at some point he'll be contributing in our rotation. You know, like he, yeah. just, he keeps pushing it out, and so it seems pretty obvious that he is the J.J. Barea replacement. I'll um, tell you something that, that has grown on me these past three games, and something I was down on at the end of last year was Jalen Jones. We, at the end yeah. of last year, I was mm-hmm. like, Jalen Jones won't be on the roster next year probably. And these three games, I've been really impressed with him. I mean, he's in, he's in, his three-point shot looks <laughs> looks really good. His size, just his body frame. And I know I joked about it the other day, but it's like he's like a bigger Lance Stevenson. <laughs> he just throws his body everywhere. He's always hustling. He feels like he's always on the ground. And, like, even against this Warriors at, at the beginning of the game, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens at the beginning, it's something they're – you know, game planning for, I saw him like picking up the point guard. He was picking up that little, uh, the little white dude, Maget or Majet or however Josh you say his Majet, name. Yeah. And they had him on on the point guard and, you know, coming down the court and at the top. And you can't help to think of that. That's them like just testing his defense ability out saying, Hey, can he, can he stay with a, a, a smaller point? Can he, can he guard, you know, a smaller guard out there on the perimeter? That's really fast and stuff. And, so yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued with him, and I would be surprised if he's not on the roster next year. Do so you think he is going to make a He's going to be one of the two way guys. I think he'll be on the training camp roster for sure. Yes, and then I could see him getting I could see him getting one of those last roster spots. Interesting, because they are so especially if they don't bring if they don't sign anybody else like out of the blue. I could see it because they're so. And Collinsworth is gone. Yes, Collinsworth because they're so thin at that like wing position. I could see him getting that like fourteen, fifteen spot somewhere through there. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, he he had been rebounding really well. Only had two in the game against the Warriors, but uh, rebounding pretty well for a uh, for a wing. For a, he's like a three four though. That's it's kind of thing. You call him a wing, but he's in that that kind of. He's just a forward. <laughs> you know, he's in he's in that kind of mold. I need somebody that can play the three outside of Barnes and Luca, and, and Finney Smith. Yeah, that's yeah. your that's your other guy. But but if one of those guys goes down, then all of a sudden you're super thin, and that's what those two way contracts are for. Yeah, and a lot of these other <laughs> there's a handful of these guys that should not be getting minutes at the four. Also, that we just talked about a little bit ago, DeAndre, Maxi, like Maxi and Dwight Powell shouldn't get minutes at the four. I mean, I don't. They will. <laughs> they will, but like, they should be fives. So, but to each their own. To each their own and to each their podcast. This has been the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We will be back. I don't know. I'm going to New York to work the Adidas Gauntlet camp Boo. or the Adidas Gauntlet tournament. Nick's so. leaving us. I'll be in New York. I'm not sure about my situation. So it might be Isaac and some other people. But it could also be me and Isaac. So we'll see. 
Yes, we'll see. It'll be it will be Nick and myself. But I'll be back on Sunday. So. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we'll talk about DeAndre signing Yogi, maybe some other uh, guys that the Mavericks could throw a flyer at and all Ooh, that stuff. Ooh, flyers. Throw the, throw the flyers. Yum, yum. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.